0: What's up guys? Welcome back to the Hypecast. It feels amazing to be back and in this episode it was just Cell and I talking about our recent experiences both having some fights. <laughs> yes, you heard correctly. Cell had a mixed martial arts fight recently and I had a boxing fight and we talked about our experience and how the experiences also impacted our, our lives, our businesses, our self-development and all sorts of things. It was an Awesome chat. I think you guys will get a lot of value out of it. I hope you do. Um, And as always, this uh, podcast is sponsored by our own nutrition brand called Combat Nutrition, CMBT Nutrition. And if you want to get your hands on some protein, some pre-workout or some BCAAs, uh, head over to www.cmbt.com.au and use the code HYPECAST for 20% off. All right, guys. Hope you enjoy. All right, man. Welcome back to the Hypecast. Happy Easter. How are you? Yeah, good, man. Been a while. <laughs> it's <laughs> been, been, a, been 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 a good five months. It's been a very eventful few months, hasn't it? <laughs> Super
1: eventful, but it's but been good. It's
0: by popular demand. Everyone's just asking for the Hypecast to come back, so we couldn't disappoint. We found some time. It's Easter. What is it? It's Good, good Friday. Friday. Yeah. What yeah. does that mean? That means that he, uh, Jesus
1: Christ is risen.
0: Oh, he's risen or he's died. I think risen. I think he died today <laughs> on Monday. He rose. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, we're so insensitive. Oh man, that's not good. Apologise to, to the um, religious yeah, the religious community. folk out there. <laughs>
1: and what a what a run it's been. Um, to give context to people, the reason for the absence over this recent period of time was. Heaps of stuff um, from the agency um, with a new team here, also along the lines of heaps of businesses and brands going through evolution phases with Sprout and Combat as well. And then between that, we both had a fight, be it a boxing fight and a martial arts fight, and man, it was definitely one of the most eventful kind of six-month type of periods that I've been involved in, but... It's been it's been really cool. It's really, all it really it's cool.
0: all consuming these these fights, yeah. aren't they? And I think, um, you know, you know, for this being a, a podcast on the on the hype cast, um, we talk to a lot of the business community. I think that they're going to get a lot of value out of maybe hearing our and your experience yeah. throughout your fight journey and how that translates into what you do outside of the gym and yeah. stuff like that. So, yeah. give us a little bit of a, a rundown from your experience and tell everyone what you just did. A couple of weeks ago yeah and and the initiative we created and all those sorts of things
1: so my experience came about almost circumstantial but at the same time almost felt like it was meant to be in the aspect of i have a good friend um who lives in the states at the moment but he's from africa by background his name's musa and he's a professional fighter but really intelligent guy um a really giving person and i met him years ago And he was giving his funds from his fights, he's a professional fighter, back to causes in Africa, specifically building martial arts and education there, because trying to provide opportunities for people there, and I was always inspired by it, and then... When this whole world and pandemic has caused everything to shut down, naturally him being in America prevented him really being able to do things. So, we kept chatting, and we actually did a podcast on the Combat Lab podcast around it. And at that time point, I was just in a position where Miles is my coach. We have Combat Training Center as one of the businesses. I train with the boys every day. I absolutely love martial arts. Never had specific intentions of saying I was going to have a fight or anything. I just love the journey of martial arts and everything about it. And it all of a sudden dawned on me that we also sponsor Eternal MMA with um Cam and Ben, who are the owners there, that are absolute great guys Then really bringing the sport of martial arts up in Australia that I kind of thought started piecing a few bits of the puzzle together going, Musa can't fight, we sponsor Eternal. I'm training quite well at the moment. Maybe I could fight and then give whatever i raise in money back towards the cause that he was doing there naturally we have the brand in combat so my first initial thing was combat africa it kind of just made sense that i have i'm from african heritage i have a brand with miles core combat has a good ring to it it means a lot in terms of being able to provide people an opportunity through martial arts in africa so then it actually came from you. You were just like, Man, would you fight? And I said, I'll do it. And then <laughs> literally about a week later, you're like, You've got an opponent and I was like, Well, it's happening now. <laughs> it's all it's all systems go now. So man, And it was it,
0: originally at ninety kilos, which is called a catch weight. It's not a particular yeah. weight in mixed martial arts. And then uh, we agreed on eighty four. And and at the time you were about ninety nine yep. kilos and this was around Christmas. Yep. And so that means a you know, a fifteen Sixteen kilo weight cut. How did how did that experience go?
1: Man, it was great. <laughs> I, I know, I know. People would find that to sound outrageous. weird that yeah. <laughs> losing fifteen kilos of weight in when it when it officially it was a week after we got back from work. So it was about the eleventh when you said it was official. So at that stage, I dropped a few. I was probably about ninety seven by that stage.
0: You knew it was coming, so you were gearing up for it. Exactly. Yeah, okay. yeah
1: mentally. Um, feel very good in the aspect of if someone gives me a date i've always been a person that can get to the date yep. r- regardless of what it is whether it's injury mental whatever it is i just need dates yep. that, that i work really well with dates so when you said we have a date and then you said the weight i was nervous about the weight <laughs> i was never nervous about the date but i was definitely nervous about being, I hadn't seen an eight on a scale starting on a scale since I was fourteen, fifteen. <laughs> from from the moment I started doing weights for football um, and being in a rugby league program, I naturally got bigger. Yeah. So,
0: and for anyone who hasn't seen Cell in person at ninety nine, he's still a lean, very athletic, um, you know, physique. So he was worried that you know he'd have to lose a lot of you know muscle, muscle mass, yeah. which is a lot harder to do than obviously um just depleting yourself with water and, and all that sort of stuff so so
1: i was nervous about that um but my natural instinct was to go all i need to know is that it can be physically done safely so called up um who's become a great mate of ours dietitian christoph and said man can this be done he said hop on the scale what are you weighing now go get a body scan tell me what it comes back with tell me what you're eating right now did all that within a day or two process sent it all through to him and he was like yeah we can do that he said you have to be strict but it's definitely achievable and strictness was never something i was worried about i was worried just maybe naively i was like how couldn't i be that small like it just was something that it was very foreign to me so started the plan with him straight away um meal plans very lucky i also attribute a lot to it to being and having macro kitchen meals available yep. where it was just like he worked the plan for me yep. so Around i was like you were eating yeah i was like vegetarian i do this i do this i do this can you look at all the meals that are here pick those things i do grocery shopping on sunday can everything be designed around my lifestyle? He's like, yeah, that's no problems at all. So as soon as that was done, it was just like clockwork. All I had to do was get rid of all the crap that was in the house. I'm bad on chocolate at night. <laughs> that was the, the first thing that had to go. Um, did that. As soon as I did that, the weight just started dropping off rapidly, too quickly, in yep. fact, because he, I think Christoph had given way for – intolerances where people like go off the diet a for bit, sure. um come back on have a bad weekend have this i was so call it a bit worried that i was all in i didn't deviate at all were you under eating no i wasn't You're under eating staying, staying but i was just like real real strict with it yeah. like i was like i don't You dev- also
0: trained very hard yeah 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 so i think you'd ex- like um maybe a lot the of calories, calories yeah sure.
1: yeah so i told him i one thing yeah. i'd looking back at should have done was i never actually got a heart rate monitor Mm -hmm. to record the calories i was just like these are the intense sessions these are roughly what the other boys are burning i should be around around that um so maybe the heavy training days took a bit more um compared to that but either way the weight came off really really well really quickly got to a point where it was actually i needed to start eating more Mm -hmm. to maintain a bit of weight because i was going to come down too quickly Mm -hmm. and probably be too light Lose your
0: energy for your training and things like that
1: it was good it was always by the back end of the week call it saturday where my sad days usually would be Train in the morning go do stuff with the kids by trying to do stuff with the kids of an afternoon i was so so cooked i would just be sitting and they'd be running around me i could barely (laughs) barely get up to do do stuff with them but um during the training sessions um it was really good yeah it was so fun.
0: before we get to the fight i wanted to ask do you think that you would have had this fight or been as motivated to fight if you didn't have the cause behind it which is combat africa no yeah yeah you it, have fought before so you yeah. fought in a kickboxing fight yeah. um a while ago when yeah. you first started your martial arts journey it was a great performance um you got the win there you had john wayne parr in your corner yeah. you you know you you went through that process so um did you think that you were going to fight again after that first kickboxing fight or was that a one and done situation?
1: Um, and it was, it was, I hadn't closed it off yep. completely. Like it was in the back of my mind because I hadn't started jujitsu Jitsu or anything at that stage. So when I did Jiu Jitsu and then did some comps and that, I was like, wow, that was really cool. And then obviously I had the kickboxing fight. I was like, what would it be like to try put it all together? Um, how that changed our dynamic i'm naturally a person that's inquisitive of wanting to know what i can do and what i can't do and what what the limits are so i hadn't completely closed it off but at the same time i'm also a realistic person in nature that when i had that kickboxing fight i had no kids i didn't have this many businesses i didn't have have
0: kids at that stage no really i don't believe that. long ago yeah wow
1: yeah yeah I, th- I actually think Ellis was on his way. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I'm pretty sure that he's six. I would have been like 28. Wow. Yeah. So he, he was, Jen would have been pregnant with him. That's amazing. And that was probably another reason where I think anyone that has children can say your yeah, attention shifts. Yep. Um, becomes a lot less about you. I was able to do a lot more, call it selfish pursuits yep. back then. Um, whereas now, there's a lot of other stuff that is more of a consideration rather than rather sure. than fighting particularly when it's not an income it's not it's not something i'm doing for for, for money yeah, game, yeah to provide to them or for fame or notoriety i don't really care for any of those so it was literally right time right opportunity um what Which I, made perfect sense.
0: What, what I think a lot of people out there, especially people in the business community, are sitting here thinking, and anyone who actually knows you, they know you get up at four something, you train in the morning, you're in the office by 6.30, you're working all day, you are either training in the afternoon, dropping the kids or picking the kids up from school, working again, I'm getting emails from you at 10.30 at night, you're, you're a workhorse, yeah. right? So all these people are going, I know that Cell runs seven different businesses. Um, I know that he's working full-time. How the hell did he find the time to train and commit himself to a very tough sport in mixed martial arts and and commit to a 10, 12, 8-whatever-week training camp and step into that cage and fight someone?
1: Um, I think
0: just by
1: values of routine and discipline um, have been built over years of doing doing the same same type of thing there there was no difference all that happened was the intensity increased as in i similar to you since your fight we're still back in the gym doing the doing the exact same things admittedly we're not going as hard like i I haven't been able to go as hard because i didn't have the date and if i don't have a date i can't mentally get myself to that that position but to me it was just a case of I train anyway. I train with these these boys and I love the boys that we train with. So I would do it anyhow. Mm-hmm. And I still do, obviously. It's not like I've had a fight and gone. I'm not going back to the gym. Like, it's it's the thing that makes both of us happy. So to me, it was a thing of going... It makes me happy going there at 5 a.m. anyway to train with the, with the guys. I just need to increase the intensity of this. And then it makes me happy going back there in the afternoon. I, I do have to make a few adjustments because usually... That's my time with the kids um, and school pickups and stuff like that. But I think if you really want to do something bad enough, you find ways. Yeah. Like for, for me, it was just a case of my schedule changes slightly. I'll pick up Ellis. He, we booked him into the jiu-jitsu class so he could be there as well. Yep. I would take him. I would get ready whilst he was training. When he would finish training, we would virtually swap. You would have seen it the whole time where he annoyingly runs on the mats in the middle of <laughs> While it, you're it, wrestling it was a wrestling Dad or it's sparring <laughs> session <laughs> give me this and you're like man yeah. so <laughs> yes th- there are things that aren't as convenient. I know the other boys that were preparing for the fight didn't have didn't have that it wasn't like tommy <laughs> like Tommy was worried about his kid what's he doing over there or doing yeah. that but man, there that's that's life it's yeah. not a it's not a perfect for me, it was as perfect as it could be. Yep. I have two kids. I have a wife. I have the businesses. Work around it as best as you can. It will never be... Nothing will ever be 100% perfect, but that's sometimes that makes things better.
0: Did like, you feel a dip in your uh, work performance? Did you um, have to you know, uh, s- switch priorities around so you weren't able to get as much work done within maybe the, the final weeks leading up to the fight? Or did you feel like you stayed on top of everything um tell Ah. us about that experience
1: and i feel i feel we've done a good job in building really good infrastructure and i also think um fortunately for us we're a great team in the aspect of we both have our highs and lows we both recognize when someone's going to be doing more than the other and that other person steps up for them very fortunate in that sense if if I didn't have you, particularly, also knowing the process I was going through for one, um, and for two, obviously trying to shield me away from a lot of a lot of work, um, the work continued. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel performance dropped off there, but at the same time, I also recognised that the team here at Hype Sprout Combat, whichever, always um, would do their best to aid and assist to ensure. I wasn't getting overloaded with things. Um, so I'm thankful for the whole team um, being being able to help with, with that as well.
0: I think it's the real power of like a tight-knit unit where if you just communicate and if you just explain to everyone, hey guys, this is what I'm doing. Yep. I'm doing it for this reason. Um, it's close to my heart. Um, I hope you guys can support me on this journey. Yeah. Everyone just comes together. Yeah. It's not a long period of time and everyone knows what they need to do to, yeah. to, to get it done. So I think it's, it was a, a matter of shifting priorities, communicating with the people around you to make sure that the, the systems keep running. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you're the owner of a, a nutrition company and a gym, um, in the martial arts world. So I think that you know you also had uh, maybe a a secondary or tertiary sort of motivation to to get in and lead from the front um you know to show people that you know you know we do this we do this sport we're about this life and you know to follow the journey for
1: sure man i think there's the the aspect of um I'll, i'll openly say that people often look at you and me and think that there's an aspect of yes there are some good businesses that are involved. Um, Some people may view it as opportunistic that, oh, nutrition guy, marketing guy, come together, build this brand, not about it, whatever it may be compared to. There isn't one business that we have that we don't genuinely love. Like we don't love everything that goes goes into it. All the way from the kids' class all the way to – um a pro fighter, be it whoever it may be, be it Volks, be it Brenton Mumford, whoever it is making that walk and getting their hand raised or, or losing, whatever it is. We love every every bit of the process. So for me, um, as I said before, I'm just a person that wants to know. Um and I want to know because I feel if I know I can deliver a better service to our fighters, our members, um, our community, our whole family. Because up until that point, I didn't fully know. Like I, I've been involved in the martial arts since um, me and you virtually met. Be you can
0: sit at the, the, on the other side of the cage yeah. and watch, but there's a different feeling. There's a different to feeling. Inside. Yeah,
1: there's a there's a different feeling. There's a different whole process within the ten weeks. There's different doubts. There's different moments of highs. There's different moments of lows. I just wanted to fully know and not be able, and then to be able to give. Small bits of advice that may help someone else um, through through that, and it may it may not be much, but it's enough for me to say, "Cool, I, I understand a bit of that, um, and it will make me deliver a better service holistically." Be it nutrition, be it gym, be it um, business um, as a whole, and if that whole process, on top of that, can lead to raising some money mm. for. For a great cause um, and inspire other people to also get in within that infrastructure and lead um, deliver funds to other things. I think a lot of people looked look at fighting um, or martial arts or whatever as a very selfish pursuit. And in my head, I really wanted to change that that thought process because none of us within our family or community at the gym ever look at it as a selfish pursuit i mean you go to any event be it my fight be it um your fight on last weekend be it what will be it, coastal's fights be be it any of them you'll have 100 odd people from combat there and there's no there's no selfishness in that that's a family trying to grow together and help one another which i think is one of the best aspects of obviously what we have there
0: yeah tell us about the experience of the fight now and just um, walk us through the, the the event. Walk us through your emotions, you, you, your feeling. How did the fight go? Um, and then, obviously, you know, talk to people about the um, the funds that were raised for Combat Africa. Yeah. So, in the fight, the lead up to the fight was great. the
1: The nerves were really good. Um, I actually expected to be more nervous. Um, you're getting locked in a cage with another man that's trying to. Separate you from your consciousness, or <laughs> submit you, or whatever it may be. So, I'm like I've always said, I'm a realist. You see what happens in a fight; anything can happen. Um, we didn't know heaps about this guy. We knew he would be game, great gym, um, physically looked good, or obviously trained hard. Um, so, I thought I'd be more nervous. I think um, the people around me made me feel really good the whole time yourself brocky benny um wayno Christoph, the whole gym all the people i trained with so i felt within my preparation i did as much as i can which gave me which calmed calmed me knowing that i did as much as i can i'm a person where i feel if i haven't been able to put in the work that's when i'm anxious if i've done as much as i can um and i know that within my heart well then The rest is what it is. I'm not concerned about a result. I'm concerned about did I do enough? Um, So that was fine. Um, The process and the production and everything that Eternal did made it feel very professional and real. Um, At the end of the day, it's an amateur fight. Um, We were both making our debuts, but it made the way they did it um, from the lead up to the promotional video that you shot feels very professional very it it, it made it made it feel like um a ufc fight yeah every every bit of it like it felt i can't talk highly enough about what the guys do over there because i also know we do different things that have multiple elements of what they do we just don't have one event nights like that but we do content we do social we do promotion via marketing we do all those types of things that they do and anyone I can appreciate that, the work yeah, that goes into that anyone that sees the end result of what they what they produce has to know or, or if you're involved knows they're spending a lot of money a lot of time and dedicating every bit of themselves to making this the very best promotion in Australia yep. so credit to them they treat an amateur on debut the same way they would treat the pros that were getting the belts at whatever the end of the night so hats off to them for that so the weighing process was really cool um that in itself was a great process to be able to get on the scale and go i made it to 83.9 kilos something i never thought i I would do that was the first win within it um the warm-up out back um, and the preparation was also really cool. The gloves, the the whole process there. Walk to the cage was amazing. Um, they got to play a video that you shot and put together around Combat Africa that was super super emotional. We were all um, G'd up out the back, yeah. ready
0: to go, and then that started playing, yeah. and then we we're all like had yeah. tears in our eyes. Yeah. Like fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and th- and that's one thing that I. didn't anticipate that firstly I walked out first so there's a lot of things that go on but I didn't expect to get that amped and then have to calm down and then get that amped again then have to calm down so the what they talk about with the adrenaline dumps definitely happened to me at different points and it was a weird weird sensation where you feel really good and I'm like fuck where did all the energy go and then I'm like I have to find the energy again so um, the, the whole process was he, he came out second. Um, he, uh, after I walked into the cage, I felt really good. He came out, felt really good. Basically, the first round was um, a grappling engagement where I had him on the fence. I was trying to take him down. He had really good takedown defense. I probably put too much energy into trying to get the takedown, but from a strategy point of view in my head i knew it was obviously a three-round fight so my head from what we had worked on it was get him there soften him up um win round win the round if you can't take him out i in my head so when i came back to the corner you guys were talking to me i thought i won that round so going into the second he had a great second round where I came out slow because I used probably too much energy in that first round, and he clipped me. Um, and he was super fast. Um, I knew where I was, but at the same time, I was tired. I I don't doubt that. I can remember everything, um, and it ended up becoming more about surviving to get to the to get to the third round. All I was thinking in my head was um, one, fuck. I'm getting punched a lot. <laughs> Two, um, don't give up anything. You you're still here. You never quit. Um, that there's there's no keep moving forward and keep staying strong. Got to the second round. Um, you and Benny and Brocky were like it's one round apiece. Um, basically, leave it all out there. Um, either start throwing as heavy as you can. Get him to the cage. Get a down. The if you can't, keep throwing. That was basically the, <laughs> the the third round was very, very much like that. It was back and forth. Um, he, start, he started strong. I started getting better as I felt a bit more wind come back into me. And then the the end of it really ended up just being um, both in the cage. I was trying to get him down again. Couldn't get, secure the takedown. But then I thought, cool. If I won the first, I thought I got the third, we could um, – we could end up with the win here. Um, but it was close. It was super close. It was with the judges. One gave it my way, two gave it to him. Um and then literally no argument with from there it was it was um a contest that was really well competed in. Full credit to him. Um and I just did my best experience now if I was to do it again, which isn't really my intention, but I understand using your energy at the right time points um, makes a huge difference because I didn't expect those adrenaline dumps and moments, but that's all part of it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: And you had a lot of support and you had a lot a lot riding on it, yeah. um, a lot of probably underlying pressure that you might not have felt but your body yeah. felt and your mind felt. Yeah. Um, and so now that you reflect on the fight, how do you think that that experience has made you a better human, a better person, a better businessman, a better training partner, a better father. Tell, um, tell us how you feel.
1: Man, I feel, I feel great about it. I feel great in the aspect of I, from a father point of view or any advice to someone that's just looking to compete, that you can remove the results. A lot of people pin results in this world to everything. Yep. Wins, losses. The thing that I probably fortunately and unfortunately started to realize as you get older you start to lose a lot more and it's just and it's a sad sad aspect but you start to lose friends um that you thought honestly when you you know what it's like when you're younger you think me and this person are going to be friends forever and me and that person are going to do this forever and all these things and then you get older and you realize your circle becomes smaller um you, you unfortunately lose loved ones as well. Like be grandparents, by the time we're at this age, most people have lost one, two, maybe all, all four grandparents that they have. And then you start to realise that you start to lose a lot more um, in life. But that's not necessarily a negative thing. It's just the aspect of life. But then it also makes you realise that all you can do is rely on your effort every day. Just put in as much as you can and whatever the result is, you can start to not... Not tying it to your identity. Yeah, you don't you don't feel like a win defines you. You don't feel like a loss defines you. You just feel... What, what ends up defining you is your work, your output, and your effort. And then once you have that, you almost realise that, oh, it doesn't really matter. And all that's going to happen is I'm going to turn up to whatever it is, be it work, be it my... Suns Running Carnival, be it anything. And as long as I can be present and put in as much effort and work and energy as possible, the result will be what it is. But you don't feel bad. You, you actually feel great whichever way it goes. So at no point did I wake up um, or, or feel directly after the fight like super sad or, or anything like that. I just, I wanted to do it um for a cause and for a reason and i put in as best as i could i look back at it and see things i could have done better but that also is just
0: lessons and learnings that i'll take across to everything else i can possibly do i think it's a really important mindset and i understand that there's different reasons why people would you know um you know engage in competition or even fight for that example I know that some people want to do this as a career and so a loss can have a yeah. detrimental impact on their, True. you know, rise or okay. their progression. So um, I think that, you know, we're talking in in our experience and why, you know, we would consider fighting um, and doing that sort of competition. It's not something that we want to do as a career. Um, it was just an experience. Yeah. And so I, I completely understand and um, that people, you know, would respond to results differently to what we would but if you're someone who you know wants to compete or even wants to fight for that matter not and know that it's not part of your career journey not tying your identity to whatever the result is and just giving it your best crack yeah. and knowing that you know you've put in the effort and and probably impacted a lot of people around yeah. you given the motivation and things like that as well um yeah very interesting and i think that what you went through is exactly sort of my I guess explanation or, or, reasoning for why I think that people should get into martial arts yeah. and, you know, you've taken it to maybe the extreme in terms of you, have started training, you've, you know, um, your skills have increased and it's gone to the point where you are a competitive person. You're athletic, you're a, a former sports professional. So it was natural for you to go, Hey, I'm getting pretty good at this. Maybe I will take a, a chance at doing this competitively. Yeah. Um, and so and that's the extreme and not everyone has to do that but what I love about it is that you are doing all of these things which are translating to what will make you successful outside of the gym I hope that people picked up a lot of cues when you were talking about your experience of the fight and I know a lot of people can't relate to this but I want to talk about this from even a business perspective because it all translates to business you were talking and I'm going to forget a lot of things here but you were talking about sticking to a date making sure that you hit it and using that as motivation to get whatever needed to be done done you know um you know celebrating your little wins you you weighed in that was the fight before the fight you know um we're excited about that you felt motivation from that your preparation and your discipline towards your preparation gave you confidence it's the same as business you know you communicated with your team to make sure that everything else outside of your life was running and, and continuing. Life just didn't stop for you, yeah. you know, because things need to keep moving. Um, the experience of the fight, you became comfortable in the chaos of the fight. Things in business can get chaotic. Yeah. You know, things that you know, things can happen, you know, all the time and there can be really bad things that happen, highs and lows and things just being thrown at you and just becoming comfortable in that chaos chaos yeah. is really important. And then I think the most important one is not being defined by your um, result, yeah. And knowing that life goes on, and knowing that sometimes we win and sometimes we lose, yeah. And just knowing that, cool. I gave it my best shot. Really proud of of myself and the team for, for getting this done. And it may not have gone our way, or it went our way, great. Yeah. Let's celebrate it, but let's keep moving forward. For sure,
1: man. I think um, I got a heap of messages post the fight. And so many, so many stuck with me. One that really did stick with me because I'm big on like really short, concise yep. things um, was a friend. There's also someone we look after with Combat, Kevin, um, that owns Raleigh Street Gym that said commitment is currency. And I found that um, really, really easy to relate to because I think a lot of people at, at some time point basically – go through life and they say they'll do something but they never commit but they never commit and they'll say they'll do it and they may even do it. they may even do it but they'll half-ass it but then they'll they'll take that and go oh i, I did it type of thing whereas like if you're going to commit and if you've got a date and same with business same with a, a special day you've got with your kid same with maybe an anniversary you've got with your wife or partner whatever it is, if you've got a commitment or a date or whatever it is, you have to do it to your full ability. And I think everyone can attest to the aspect of the people, be it a builder they rely on or a tradesperson or a cafe that they really like or whatever it is. The reason why they're so tied to it or like it or go back for that service is a person has set a date or set a financial amount whatever it may be has committed to it and has delivered on it whether it's always gone completely right i don't think people mind that like I, I I think humans by nature understand things often do not go completely right the fight did not go completely right it wasn't like i went in there the result yeah the, the end result so it can be as simple as the meal was good um maybe it missed a bit of this but the chefs, the person that took your order, what, everything they did was they went through a process and they tried to deliver their best. People are fine with that. Yep. What people I find are not fine with, and I'm, I'm definitely not fine with it, is when someone says, I'll do this, and then they don't. All right. Or they don't go through with it. All and right. and,
0: and, and that, that to me is infuriating. Well, let's <laughs> chat about this because I think this is a, a, also an underlying key of why you decided to do this fight and there's so many reasons why you did this fight that are you know much broader and you you did it for you know a cause and all these sorts of things which is really amazing but i know you and i also know (laughs) that um there was a part of you that just said everyone watch me i'm gonna say i'm gonna do this i don't say i'm a fighter i don't say that this is my career, I don't say any of this, but I'm going to say that I'm going to do this and I'm yeah. going to do it and watch me and I want you to take motivation and, and good um, inspiration from this yeah. um, and I think that's exactly what happened and everyone knows or anyone that's listened to our podcast before or heard me talk about you, the one thing that I think establishes your being is your integrity and I think that's one thing that a lot of people in our community look up to, to you for. Yeah. It's it's I've never seen it so pronounced in someone before you know you you really live you know by your integrity yeah. and it's and it's had a, a real impact on me and i know a lot of people around you and that is you just do what you say you're going to do yeah and if you can't do something you say you're not going to do yeah. it it's not like oh yeah i'll do it for you man yeah. but then are not doing it you will just like no i can't do that bro yeah. sorry like yep i can do that and then i'll do it yeah and i think there's a real power to that and you get a lot of respect for yourself by by doing that and so one thing that we didn't explain which you know uh, people wouldn't know is during your fight camp your ear exploded and you had to get surgery what 4 weeks before the fight 5 yeah weeks so before the it ended up something? it ended
1: up being um, 7 weeks before 7 but you couldn't but be- it, it, have it contact for yeah, 2 weeks it meant that the surgery would happen sorry the surgery would happen 6 weeks out which would mean that i wouldn't be able to train with contact till 3
0: weeks before the fight and people need to realize this is you're walking into the most savage contact competition that you you could probably think of you know um a, another equally strong man is standing in front of you and trying to you know punch and take you down and choke you out and all these sorts of things so a big part of our training is obviously the contact and Cell couldn't do that and i think that it's very easy and people are very quick to just uh, decommit or yeah. walk away from a competition or a commitment when a wall comes up. Yeah. And I don't think that there was a single minute that you go, that you said, okay, I can't do this because yeah. of an injury. Did you, do you feel like you, no matter uh-huh. what, you committed to that date and however you, yeah. whatever your body was, <laughs> yeah. whatever shape your body was in, you were going to walk into that cage. For sure, <laughs>
1: man, for sure. I, I, and I also think that there's the aspect of people make decisions based on emotions and feelings that they have and in the uh, moment in the moment and and they just go i don't feel good people you're allowed not to feel good at at any any different time point my whole thing is unless someone that's more qualified than me um came to me and said hey look if if you're gonna do this you have a chance of losing your ear Mm -hmm. and you Mm -hmm. weigh it up and go oh well that's actually not worth it or you have a serious thing that could actually lead to real long-term, long-term detrimental, detrimental yep. effect. If someone came to me, there was a professional and said that, I would look at it. Yeah, of course. Uh, of course. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not an idiot that just <laughs> <like> <laughs> thinks like, uh, like I'm indestructible or anything like that. But I also find that in today's world, people have grown accustomed to finding an excuse and using that excuse to get out of what they they either feel nervous about, feel anxious about, or didn't want to do in the first place. And I find that, oh, call cool it what it is, I find that weak. Yep. I, I, find, I find that 90, 90% of life is a lot of things that you don't want to do. You do them, you get them done with, and then you get to enjoy the 10% of things that are unbelievably amazing. But... If you avoid and keep skipping out of the things that you don't want to do or there's an excuse that you use as your trapdoor to get out of things, it will lead across to everything. It won't matter what you do. It will filter down to you skipping out dates, important dates for family or loved ones. It will filter across to you missing business deadlines. It will filter across to you being a shitty friend that didn't do something that you said, hey, I'll pick you up from the airport. And then you're like, oh, there's a it's raining yeah. some 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 stupid <laughs> shit that i don't feel like doing it maybe you don't feel like doing it maybe you were hung over whatever it was but you'll use that then as the excuse and then that excuse just filters across to everything and when and then when you really look at it you just go, you're not doing right by yourself for one because you, you're missing out yourself on being the best version of you but two you're probably letting down a shitload of people and you don't even realise it. Like you're probably just thinking, it's not a big deal, but, and people probably don't call you out on it, but you're actually really at different points, people are just like, fuck man, like I needed that person's help or I was relying on them to do this and now I'm left in a shit spot and I've never, and it's probably, I probably as a kid experienced it a few times where I may have fucked up and, I, not intentionally but somehow I didn't do what I was going to say and due to my parents really drilling that into me and saying if you do that to someone, imagine that being reversed onto you, how you would feel and it's right, it fe- feels shitty so I hate I hate not delivering on what I say or we say or a group says. It, it's the one thing that I feel
0: if, if you, you don't do have integrity, what the fuck do you have? Exactly.
1: What, what what is there really? When when it's all said and done, you may you may have money, you may have fame, you may have whatever it is that you want to tie your other things to. But if if you say something to someone or write something down, and that person on the other side either thinks they may not come through for me, they don't have confidence in that. You actually don't have anything. Yep. Like you you really when it comes down to it. Really, have very little, and that's something people don't realize. That think they have a lot, but because people can't trust
0: their word, mm-hmm. in turn means they have absolutely nothing. What an interesting point! And while you were talking, I was really thinking in my head. Well, this kind of defines what what a leader because why a leader becomes a leader, yep. because of their integrity, and people know that they, you know, they they're building their reputation yep. around their word. And their actions, and people know that they're going to do what they say they're going to yep. do. So they leading by example, and other people can see that. Yep. And I think that um, it's really interesting at the gym. A lot of the time, I feel like people think I'm a bit of a savage with how I, you know, approach approach you know people at the gym because I feel like people quit very easily. Yep. And I think that you're here doing martial arts with us at this gym to build mindset over everything yep. else, and to build a, a and uh, almost an indestructible. Indestructible mindset that you're going to take out in the world, yeah. and you know if shit gets thrown at you, you can handle it. You know whatever that might sure. be. So when I see someone, and I saw it last night, someone while in the middle of the class, the class wasn't over, and someone walked off the mat was just like, oh, "I'm done." I'm like, "Hang on a minute, you yeah. told me that you want to have a fight." Yeah, and so obviously the, the the pressure for me as a coach ramps up a little bit if someone says they want to fight you're standing in front of someone and you're fighting someone, you need to build a little bit of grit. Yeah. You need to have grit. You have to have that, that resilience. And the mental aspect of it is, 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 is more than the physical yeah. aspect. If you didn't have the mental yeah. fortitude that you had, you wouldn't have lasted those three rounds. No. you know. And yeah. I think that, and that lasting those three rounds, you could have got the win easily in that yeah. fight. It was all because of your mental fortitude and I want people to build that. And so I was like, nah man, What are you talking about? You're building a really bad habit right now. You know, you're walking off the mat now and saying, I'm done because I'm sore. I'm like, no, man, you're fine. Get back in there. Does that mean that when you're in, you know, in your office and, you know, you're really struggling with this task that needs to be hit by this deadline that you're just going to be like, oh, I'm done. Because that's what it translates to be. It does. It It really does. And
1: it's, it's a i i don't know me and you talk about it a lot i don't know how early you have to be that harsh with it Uh, it's it's something that i I struggle with mainly as a parent because kids are kids so they want to play they want to do they want to do the fun things they don't want to do the shit things just human nature but then i sit there and sometimes with with my kids i'll be like that's a habit that that that's started and i can see it and it needs to be removed but at the same time you're a kid and you need to live your life where where i get get like crazy frustrated similar to you is that habitual nature where you see someone do something and you've like that's been inbuilt in you well before you got to this gym yep. Th- this wasn't a thing where you got hurt and or whatever it is and you just went ah i'm tired i'm done i'm like that had started somewhere long before you ever met us and that habit sometimes cannot be changed it's
0: very hard to unwind it is very
1: hard really really hard it can be done though yes like it's and, and that's the that's what the beauty i believe of everything is that people are like you are who you are you don't change i think you can definitely change everyone can improve and everyone can create new habits. They have proven
0: that. Yeah. That that that's proven. So But it's about having a support network around you yep. who who will pull you up on it. Yep. And a lot of times like I think your good friends are the ones who pull you up on yep. it. And they're like, nah man, no, you've yeah. got to keep going. The ones that are just like, Ah, oh, you know, he's quit, oh yeah. well and just let it happen. Yeah. Man, like it doesn't help anyone. No. So it,
1: it doesn't. And and my other thing with, with the whole nature of the whole nature of what we have within the gym is a very unique aspect of I'll put it this way in the business sense we have an agency um we have other businesses um we have spread organic and the likes of that there is no doubt when it comes to you filming content or producing a marketing plan or whatever you actually have the most experience within our space um to do that you're very proficient at it so Naturally, you became a leader via your actions and everything like that, which has led you to becoming unbelievable with content, unbelievable marketing, etc. Similar to me with product development, naturally people come to me and like, what should we put in this product? How are we going to produce it? How are we going to brand it? What's the ruling? What's the regulatory? So, forth. so, naturally, I became a leader in that space. With what we have, be it within the gym, and this will sound somewhat strange – I would say, in particularly in myself, and call it the pro amateur type of team that's there, I am at the very bottom of the run in terms of ability simply because, not due to my mind, just due to the aspect of these guys are trained killers and that's all they've been doing for such a long period of time that their ability physically is amazing. Uh, ama- amazing elite athletes. Yeah, amazing talent. Um amazing dexterity, amazing fight IQ, amazing everything because what they are in terms of their physical prowess is kind of like what we have done in just terms of length of time of experience in business and and the likes of that type of stuff. So it becomes a very weird dynamic in the aspect of going mentally I I pride myself on being rock solid. So when, similar to what you say, I see someone that is – way more talented physically everything and has been doing it and like you said says they want to be a world champion wants to be physically do this or wants to do that or whatever it is but then you see chinks of mental like i don't want to do that or i don't want to do this that's when yourself um or me or someone steps in and goes man not here like that that cannot take place because you are saying something the exact same thing you said something you you've put it out to the universe i want to be a world champion or i'm going to be in the ufc or i'm going to do this but your commitment in currency isn't translating to that by not turning up to training by not doing the things that you say you're going to do by skipping out and partying and doing whatever it is by pulling out of a session by whatever whatever it is
0: bro this has a huge impact on your self-esteem moving forward you say you're going to do something and you do it. Yep. You feel confidence and power yep. in that. The 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 the, the consistent to, uh, consistent times that you keep telling yourself that I'm going to do this, but then you don't do yep. it. Your self esteem just keeps crashing, crashing, crashing. Yep. And you can be the best athlete on the planet. Yep. And if your mind and your self esteem isn't there, you you're not going to move anywhere. Yeah.
1: So I I find that the gym is a different dynamic where these people, um, athletes and everything, can hands down without a shadow of a doubt, absolutely destroy me physically. But then I sit there on the mental aspect and going, I'll turn up the next day, I'll turn up the next day, I'll turn up the next day, and I'll obviously just keep turning up without a shadow of a doubt, not skip anything, wherever obviously possible. And my return that we ask for them is, you guys are the ones that have said you want to be a world champion or you want to do this or whatever it is. That's on you. Yep. That, that part is on you. So if you don't go through with what you're saying, you're disrespecting every other person that's on this mat along with you're disrespecting yourself yep. um, more let's, than let's, anything. Let's
0: change the context, right? Because I know that we've had this discussion once before. I consider a business person ath- an athlete in a yep. different field. Yep. exactly. You're using yep. different tools. You're using your brain more than your body and all these sorts of things. Um, if you're going to sit there and say, I want a Ferrari, I want to be a millionaire, I want to ha- build a business that has an impact on the world, yep. whatever your motivations are, it, the same context applies. You need to show up day yeah. in, day out. 100%. And,
1: and I find more more than anything, that's probably why it's really hard to get good business partners. Yep. Really, really hard. And w- which has led... We most recently um, started another business in Sprout and have partners in that. And someone that I feel that's come into our world that has that same commitment and, and delivers that with within everything he does is Ben. Mm. Um, and they're few and far between. So I've, I feel military
0: background, yeah. CEO of a big company, all these sorts of things, yeah. and all the sim- same traits that you know we pride ourselves on. We've, we we identified in yeah. in Ben and we could see that there would be a good synergy there. And I think that maybe if you're looking for business partners or you're looking for team, team members, staff, exactly. all those sorts yeah. of things you know, uh is there a way that we can sort of um uncover what their integrity is yeah. or their consistency or their, you know, all these sorts of things? Their skills can be grown yeah. over time. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I think that's the thing that Within an interview process, within an everything that, that happens, people often overlook because they're looking for, did that person go to this university? What has that person done in prior experience? All those types of things. But often the thing that is like right in front of you, be it is that person disciplined enough to deliver on what they say, is the things that people miss. And it could be as simple as, hey, I'll meet you at 9 a.m. Yep. And... They didn't turn up at 9 a.m., but they have all the skills. The amount
0: of people yeah. who are highly qualified on paper that yeah. we haven't brought into our ecosystem yeah. because they didn't meet us on time or return a call or return a call or a, a, yeah. call
1: or a message <laughs> or it, it's it's That's a, simple, a big one for you. Yeah, <laughs> it's the simple things. It's the simple things of going. You took the time to message someone, call them, whatever it is. You left them details. They've received it. What is their punctuality in getting back to you? Do they feel their time is more valuable than yours? why didn't they get back to you? Like those are the things, like the psychological aspect of it and that person may not even sit there thinking they're being rude or anything but somewhere along the lines they've built that habitual of, uh, I don't get back to people. So what does that say about them within all their other processes of life? And there's all these different cues and mechanisms that I really find more important than, like you said, the skill set, the talent, the ability, that can all be trained, uh, as you said. I, I definitely don't ever claim to be the most talented or um, most skilled in really anything. I, I, All I think is that if you can build a team, be it a gym team or a culture within your business or anything that happens where, you know, everyone within that circle, when they say they're going to do something, delivers on it you have more power um than 99.9% of people in the world. If you have that, you have that power. But if you have other people around you that are all about the same thing and you have you have something really 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 special that hold on to it as long as as long as you can. That can be family members, that can be friends, that can be your team at a gym, that can be your business team, can be anything. But you you have one of the most special things going around. And I honestly feel that at combat is starting to happen more and more. It was a small thing, but there's other people that came into the ecosystem that keep delivering mm-hmm. and keep doing things. Guys like Josh Kuhn, that for those that don't know Josh, um, they probably see him on Eternal Posters now and knocking people out and all this type of stuff. Josh hadn't fought before we opened the gym. Mm -hmm. His exact words, and this is a person of complete commitment, his exact words were I will 100% commit to my my martial arts journey if I have the right team and the right place. Until then, I'm not doing it because I would be basically half-assing it. I'm not doing, I'm not delivering on what I'm saying. I said, We're about to open a gym. If it is the right place, I would love for you to come and check it out. He came, he checked it out, he said this is the right place. I'm 100% in. From that moment, what's he done? Turned up and knocked every single person out in front of him, 6 and 0 I think, 5 and 0. 5 and 0 five, yeah. five, five from that time, but he 100% committed. He's been injured before fights. He has now twins that were just born 1 week post fight. He has the biggest tattoo parlor business in Queensland, won multiple awards. He has artists, he has a barber in there, he's highly successful. He has all the reasons not to do something. Yeah. All the reasons not to do something. He commits, he 100% delivers on his word. Even if Josh went out next week, had a fight, committed to it and lost, no one would care. <laughs> not not in the slightest. No one even thinks of, thinks of that aspect. The fact that he wins is just a bonus. But he commits, he delivers. That trend now passes on to other people at the gym. And you can see it from R&T doing jiu-jitsu or a, a, anyone that's going through there is starting to have that level of commitment, deliver, commitment, deliver. And that to me is the most important thing of what's happening there within the culture.
0: And it's, and it's translating to our other businesses, agency yeah. businesses and everything. And um, it was amazing to have obviously our agency staff come and watch both of us um perform and uh you could see that the impact that had on our team yep. and they can they can see what kind of people we are very quickly and it's gonna you know translate into the office as well yep. so um there's just so much power power in all of it and um yeah i'm, I'm um i'm grateful for the experience and yeah so i, I did the same thing yep. um i wanted to get on the same uh Mixed martial arts yep. card as what Cell was on. Um, it didn't quite work out. Couldn't find a match-up for myself. But I think that that was a blessing in disguise yeah. so that, you know, could be there and focus on Cell. Um, but had an opportunity to have a boxing fight the week after. Was it the week after? Yeah, the week, week after.
1: after. Also give context <laughs> that you don't box. Uh, no, I don't but box that's, at all. That's, I, I, I've, yeah.
0: I've uh, stepped into a, a, a ring, um, which seems interesting considering i've been doing martial arts for over a decade i've only stepped into a ring and hit pads maybe two times yeah. tribute boxing when we we're in melbourne for our combat launch True. and then once at elliot compton's gym yeah so i've never actually like bounced off ropes or felt it yeah um, and
1: also <laughs> because people will often put that in the same characteristics of it's like someone saying i have played squash and i played tennis yeah They they are. It looks similar. It looks similar. Very different. Very different strategy. Yes. Yes. There's a racket. Yes. There's a ball. And yes. There's two people on a court. Similar aspects, but the actual strategy and what you're doing is very very different. Yeah.
0: Very different. So we do a lot of mixed martial arts, and we do a lot of um, striking you know, based activities that are around mixed martial arts and, and the, the movement strategies, angles and all of that for, for that sport. It's very different to boxing, very different. Um, but I just, you know, I, I've been training with Cell and I've been training with our guys for a long period of time and getting them ready for fights and, and just being a body there for those guys. And I felt like I wanted to continue the momentum and just, you know, uh, get a bit of a competitive outlet get rid of a bit of a competitive outlet as well. So, uh, got matched up for a boxing fight and I said, yeah, sweet, let's go, let's do it. Um, by no means, um, very similar to sell. Do I think I am a fighter? Um, very, I I consider myself a fighter in life, uh, but I definitely don't feel the need to get into a cage and increase my status in life by fighting another man or anything like that. So, um, it's purely a personal development thing. Um, To be completely honest, I actually just wanted to lose a few kilos and I needed a date to be able to do that. Um, By no means was I overweight. I just wanted to feel a bit better in my body and become a little bit more athletic. And uh, I knew that, you know, I couldn't be as consistent as I wanted to be with all the other things that were in our life and business and things that my priority without a date yeah so it became a priority in my life so I just wanted to um, lose a few kilos I wanted to inspire the team um, I very much as well just wanted to commit to something and show people that regardless of you know whatever my prep was going to be I was just gonna stand in there um, and also uh, I'm wasn't concerned about the outcome yeah. I, d- I wasn't tying the outcome to my identity at all just like you. Um, and I'm very aware that just standing in that in that ring or cage um, will inspire a lot of people. Yeah. I also was very conscious of the fact that it, it had been a long time before I'd uh, a long time since I'd done um, a martial arts competition. I fought MMA maybe six years ago. A lot of jujitsu competitions, yeah. but a little bit of a different feeling. Yeah, um, definitely is. Maybe the consequences don't seem as as You're great. Die. So yeah. the value maybe is n- not as great, but still, you know epic sport um and inspires people when we get in there but um just wanted to get in there and and test the skills as well like we've been training very hard and you want to test the skills uh, in competition and i didn't know anything about my opponent i knew he was aggressive um i knew he had a a traditional boxing style which i'm not used to fighting um and but i just wanted to get in there and and showcase my skills and 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 do it for the team Mm. um and for my experience. And I had a good experience. Um, uh, I wanted to, to dominate my opponent. That yep. was the strategy and that's what I did and, and, and got the result and got the win. And it's achieved exactly what I wanted it to achieve. Yep. Inspired people, got everyone in the gym pumped up, uh, brought our community closer together um, and, you know, it's made me a better person for yep. whatever reason. I, I'm, I'm fitter. Um, I feel better about myself I guess Um, just for just for committing to the the The, the cause and and the
1: the whole the whole mental the mental process of of getting there and and also to give people more context into what was what took place within that period is Miles also didn't have the opportunity to even know anything about his opponent so there's a lot of reasons not to do something Mm. within that process and similar to what we were referring to before, a reason not to do something shouldn't overtake the reason to do something. And, and the, the hard thing within what we were going through is there's a million reasons not to do something. There's actually a lot more reasons not to do it than there is to do it, which, I mean, you had this exact talk in the lead up is why exactly you should do it. When, when you start seeing more reasons at numbering why, then you, you, it brings questions and doubt into the process compared to saying i've done this i've committed to a date um and i'm i'm going through with it and delivering on that i know from looking at both the opponent that you fought and me thinking about everything during that whole thing i knew you were going to win that contest simply due to your mental mm. and it would and a lot of people like well yeah watched the fight saw you maul the guy and get him out of there within the first round with punches and everything like that. I saw from my side someone that was just mentally more confident, mentally more superior, and mentally had done more within themselves. Mm. Not from the physical or any type of asset, but mentally had hardened themselves over 31 years of your existence to say – I'm not pinned to the result, but mentally I'm going in there to do this and I'm coming away with whatever mm-hmm. whatever that may be. And I think a lot of people don't, because they can't physically see the mental, they sit there going... You can. You can you see can." It, you can, you need right. to be attuned to it. Yeah, you yeah. are right. You are right. You can... Someone that has trained themselves yeah. mentally to improve and never quit on themselves can see it in other people. Yeah. But because other people are so in tune with seeing someone physically Mm -hmm. be it they see muscles or they see a nice body or they see nice skin or it could be anything whatever you want to refer to it they look at that first where someone that's spent time working on themselves hardening themselves building resilience building self-confidence building self-esteem you can see that in Mm. in in other people that have that have that mechanism in in their life
0: it's everything and it yeah. determines whether you're going to win or lose a fight yeah. in business life or in a cage or a ring. Yeah. And I felt like my opponent, if I looked at him or if we looked at each other um, body to body, he was probably more of a athletic guy. He's yeah. a bit taller than me. If he landed a right punch on me, I would have been dropped. Yeah. <laughs> it's all yeah. it takes. Yeah. Like yeah. You stand in front of someone and you land a punch, no matter who it is, yeah. you're, you're going to drop. So yeah. I just think that... Um, your confidence and self-esteem also bring about an energy yep. and I think it was very obvious that once we were standing in front of each other that he could feel my energy yep. and my confidence and that, and that was out the back before the fight, walking yep. out, standing in the ring, you look at each other for a millisecond, you touch gloves and you start fighting yep. and I think um, Mike Tyson talks about it a lot, he beats the opponent before he yep. even steps into the ring and that's, go, that's the same for negotiations in business, for Sure, that's the same with you know anything in life and I think that if you can Understand that, harness it. Understand where you sit within, yeah. you know, the spectrum of your mental confidence and self esteem, and all that, and what you need to do to continue developing that. Um, I think that's a very important, if so not worth, it the most important thing,
1: for sure. And you refer to energy within that as well. And there's sometimes nothing wrong within this whole ecosystem of, like, your opponent. He would have learned so much from that in terms of energy self-esteem confidence he'll go to another level within that and sometimes you're on the losing end of that whether that be in business whether that be in life but the problem that other people i find have is the ones that get beaten by that moment so and and i don't know anything about your opponent or i hope he goes the right way exactly Mm -hmm. like he can go one of two ways from here he can go i wasn't the better man on that night but i learned a lot about confidence preparation energy and all those things and he can level up from that the problem is a lot of people have those moments and then level down Mm -hmm. and go well
0: that was it's a self-sabotage
1: exactly I, i lost so that loss is now haunts them or sits with them rather than motivates them um they can lose in business they can lose in life they can lose in relationships whatever it may be and then they just level down and level down and level down over over losses which they the perfect saying with everything is a loss isn't a loss, it's a lesson. Mm-hmm. But if you don't take it as a lesson, then you really do actually start moving mm. in you'll the lose. You'll lose. You'll lose in a negative, in the negative aspect. So that's where I really hope more than anything that when I was referring to as you get older, you lose things. People don't think of that as a negative. You all it ends up being is that you learn from things that you lost and it's like i've noticed every time i've lost someone close to me it's galvanized me to do something that leads to something really big whether it be a best friend whether it be a grandparent um
0: it, so it losing losing my mom pu- pushed me into martial arts yeah and now we have businesses surrounding exactly. martial arts, and yeah. like, i consider myself to have a great life because
1: yep. of it for sure man and i think the that term loss brings on negative feelings for people compared to it can if, if they view it in the right way it can just be lessons learned and moments of time to improve yeah. and i feel that's why the martial arts aspects translate so well to business yeah. um it translates so well to life and everything else because if you do it obviously daily you have a loss every day it can be multiple multiple times multiple times (laughs) within one session where on wednesday whatever it is i think i because i haven't done jujitsu in a bit i got caught four or five times in my first session back to straight jujitsu and sit there and go home and go fuck like now i have to stop this or anything I i was like this is great because it just means now i have to focus back on this and now make improvements to try and level up there. You referred to it after your fight. You came back to the gym in the first session. you like, why am I so oh, feeling gum? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> why am I so gumby? And then we had a sparring session. and It didn't go your yeah. way, and, and similar. And but it was just like, oh, now I have to refocus and get better at this. No different to had a bad business week last week. It was um, this week's been great. Yeah, learned a lot from mm-hmm. from a lot of those little. What were deemed losses, but I viewed them as lessons learned to improve to the next thing moving forward.
0: Your energy in business is um, is so important, and it's um, it transcends into the the atmosphere. Sounds really yeah. koky pokey, eh? Um, it's true. I, I've, I've, man, when when you're when you're vibing and you're just not letting anything sort of get to you, and your energy is strong, you get more clients knocking yeah. on the door. You know your team are happier, the outputs there and you don't realize it yeah. until you st- ha- take a step back and look and when you're down and when you're letting everything get to you no clients are knocking on the door yeah. you know your staff are down the output's down it's true, like yeah. it's 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 so it's so obvious yeah so i think it's really you know you need to be really conscious of making the habit of yeah. having good energy as, as much as possible and um you know we always talk about sort of when you walk in a new door um bringing bringing the right energy through yep. the, through that door and leaving whatever energy behind you yep. need to leave behind to, to make sure that you're you know, moving in the right direction and for a lot of people that's very tough and yep. I know it's a skill but it's a skill that can be like you know learned um, and I think it should be yep. and for us the catalyst to, to learning those habits is is martial arts and yep. that's why you know, a lot of these chats even if we're talking about business so we refer a lot to martial arts than <laughs> I have for you know a decade because I can see the impact that it has on people. It fast tracks people's ability to deal with issues and become a better person for it. It, it that is it's literally like taking a limitless pill. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that doesn't exist right now but or uh, well maybe it does. Yeah. But going into a gym every night, building those those habits, that consistency, failing all the time and you know, as a result just becoming better for dealing with those failures. So uh-huh. Man, I'm really proud of you for for doing that. Um, I know Likewise, you've inspired man. a lot of people, and you know we both have. And um, you know, we 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 aren't fighters, you know, in in, in a competitive sense in in martial arts. Uh, certainly, fighters in life and business, but uh, I hope we've inspired people. And it, I, I actually um, remembered I was on a on a flight once back in my legal days. I was just going to a mediation in Melbourne, and I was reading a, a Virgin magazine, and I remember reading about this barrister. Who had taken this boxing fight, and it was this big write-up about this, you know, famous barrister who just had this boxing fight. And it was, I was like, that's really cool, yeah, you know. And yeah. uh, I think that that probably inspired me as well to to do this. And I think for any of you, I hope that we've inspired you, you know, not to fight. That doesn't matter. Yeah. You don't need to fight. You don't need to be competitive. But I hope we've inspired you to maybe go into a local martial arts gym and maybe take take it up once once or twice a week. I know we're all busy, but you know, do it for yourself and your own self-development and um you know to build a better life for yourself and be a part of a cool community and and um yeah reap the benefits from it and hey if over time you know Cell's been doing this for maybe five six seven years now you get to a point where you're like oh i do want to test my skills and and you do want to compete good for you go for it we encourage it it's just gonna again fast track your your self-development but if you're not that person that's cool too you know so for sure Appreciate
1: it. Good to be back. It's been We've got to keep this consistent, bro. Yeah, Take no, our own advice. No, we, we, we definitely <laughs> are. It was to be honest, I, I think we also needed a bit of that, that gap because yep. there was a lot a lot going on. So it's good to be able to do these shots and due to it being a public holiday, they're easier again. So I reckon we even tried to get one out done Easter Monday because yep. it'll, it'll get us ahead. and We've got yeah. a lot
0: of exciting things going on, guys. Yeah. Sprout Organic is is, is just huge. Um, the swell that we're experiencing with this business is amazing. We're really excited to make an impact on the world with this business. Combat is just going from strength to strength. And we're going to uh, be launching a lot of new products this year and and uh, a lot of you know business evolution is happening. The gym is just fantastic. Obviously, it's a local business. If you're on the Gold Coast, we highly encourage you to come down and and hang out with us and do some training with us. And uh, Macro Kitchen, you know our our, our meal delivery uh, kitchen service on the on the Gold Coast is great. It's just pumping up, and you know, unfortunately, because of COVID, people can't go out, and you know, we're we're there to to supply some meals, so we're feeling good about that. And um, Hype Group as an agency, that's our that's our you know engine room. It's what makes all these things possible and. You know, we help so many people, you know, do what we do and and even uh, more so build businesses and make their own impact on the world and, you know, change their life. So a lot of things are happening. Have I missed something? No. No? Well covered, man. Yeah, Well covered. Yeah. Awesome chat. All right, guys. Stay inspired and we'll um, touch base with you soon. See ya.